On November 21st, the Albany Common Council voted to approve a city budget for 2023. After a public comment period again, which was dominated by community members asking for more funding for the Community Police Review Board, the council took up the final debate. Sonia Frederick, who served as the finance chair, began the discussion. We've done a lot. We've had over 10 meetings, two public hearings, and a number of public comments from our residents uh, diving into this budget in its totality. We need to be proud of what we have done today. What we have done is provide a transparent and thorough review process to the city's budget to ensure that our municipal dollars are spent in a way that is fair, that is equitable, and that is accountable. This process has not been easy. We've really dug into each department's budget and questioned uh, items to make sure that we had a full understanding of the figures presented to us and to make sure that we were comfortable with those funds being expended. The administration put forward a budget that already included an increase to our real property taxes to our residents. And that is something that should not be taken lightly as any increase to real property taxes is disproportionately impacted by our city residents. With that, we have some really notable amendments that I do want to highlight for tonight. First, we have 100K in contingency going towards the Eviction Prevention and Intervention Collaborative to ensure that our tenants of the highest need will receive legal assistance. This is contingent upon partnership with our uh, counterparts in governments, Albany County. We also have 50K going towards a violence prevention subject matter expert for the Violence Prevention Task Force, something that we've been fighting for for over two years now since the creation of the task force as stemmed from the equity agenda and something that will really put us in the right direction towards coming up with recommendations and implementing changes so that we can reduce the violence we see here in our city. We also have 172,000 additional going towards the Community Police Review Board. While we received a large request, what we have done is provided more than the 1% that was in the proposed budget. That 172 is inclusive of a consultant fee of 145 and 27K for member stipends. And finally, We've been able to really think about future councils and future administrations and make sure that we've implemented safeguards to ensure that the new pay scales that have been added will not be potentially misused in the future. These pay scales are a great step um, for our city to ensure that we can be competitive in the labor market, but we cannot take that for granted and we must ensure that we have mitigation factors in, in place to reduce the risk that comes with that. Many council members who spoke expressed frustration with the budget process, but agreed to support it anyway, including the sixth ward's Gabriel Romero. I originally had a kind of like long speech planned for tonight, one that's like much more like scathing and extremely upset and like very critical of this process. And I think it's like of no surprise to this body that I've been extremely upset and critical with the way that the CPRB has been handled within this body, within this city, frankly, like from the beginning of this year as we've gone through budget, but really most importantly earlier this year as they were fighting within the city for money that was already allocated to them. However, I come today with a little less anger in that the CPRB themselves have come before us to say that they understand what has been given to them and that they will make do. And I think that that's very 
kind and righteous of them to make that neutral statement but like the reality is that they need two million dollars to function along with cprbs and other comparable jurisdictions and then they modified that two million dollar request to request one million to like make it work with us that being said the cprb will continue it will persevere with the minimal allotments that were given to them um, but I want us all to really remember that like when we had this public meeting, every single member that was present in this council was like, I support you, I fully support the CPRB, we are unwavering and we are with you. And so I am here to ask everyone to continue that unwavering support when they ask for more money next year. So um, while I'm really upset with this compromise that we've made, um, I still do feel inclined to support this budget, even though I am extremely upset. And, and mostly it's because of this program that the city, we're only even giving like $100,000, which is really not even that much, but we're funding this EPIC program, which I think will have massive and kind of unbelievable uh, implications on people in this city. To have an attorney present in housing court just to say like hey you have this defense and i don't think people understand the actual implications of that which is that that one that attorney that just says like an obvious thing to them because they're an attorney that defense in housing court will actually prevent people from being evicted owasi anane from ward 10 raised similar frustrations it's no secret the city of albany is facing a housing crisis with a number of evictions and I know we have the resource to do more. The city is flush with cash, don't be fooled. The state is flush with cash, don't be fooled. And we need to establish the right to counsel for tenants facing eviction and provide the resource to hire attorneys to assist in this effort. You know, some people, when they're losing their freedom, they have a right to an attorney. And I think that when you're losing your apartment, you should also have a right to an attorney. Finally, what, what, what concerns me the most in this budget includes language regarding pay raises in which the council is unable to have input on and consent to. We have what is called a strong mayoral control system of government, but collectively we are supposed to be a co-equal branch of government to serve as a check on the ability of the executive to do the right thing and not just to allow them to do anything they wish, especially when it comes to tax, taxpayer money. Our constituents did not elect us to just approve anything the mayor puts on our desk. Any effort to dilute the council power is a disservice to the democratic government that our city is supposed to be. Megan Keegan reminded supporters of the initiative to provide legal aid to tenants facing eviction that the county had to approve their share of the money for it to work. So while we have put this money uh, towards this project without action from the county legislature, this project will not go forward and will not be funded by the city of Albany. Um, secondly, I would like to sort of address some of the things that have been said and alleged with regards to um, the CPRB funding. I have never uh, advocated for the police department to investigate itself. Uh, when complaints have been made against the police department. I did, however, conduct a significant amount of research into community police review boards. And that research uh, led me to have a very critical look 
at our current model of police oversight um, and the potential impact that having multiple investigations could have on the public's faith in our ability to actually do police reform here in the city of Albany. The research that has been conducted by NACOL, which is the oversight board and the partnership and national partnership that the CPRB has on police reform throughout the country in its assessment of the various models that could potentially be implemented on police oversight has demonstrated that the model that was enacted under Local Law J while being the most expensive um, way to implement police oversight is not necessarily always the most effective and has shown that due to some of the structural issues around the length of investigations and the lack of ability to bring forth significant change in policing, that the community faith in those oversight boards has waned over time. Second Ward Councilman Derek Johnson was the only no vote against the budget. You have to know that we're watching, we're listening, and you know what? There's a lot more people paying attention to what goes on in here than you actually know. So if you're okay with this, I guess this is just gonna, how, how it's going to be. But I'm asking that people send a message that, you know, um, this is not right. Our people and our communities deserve better. And not to be bullied, not for their arms to be turned and twisted. Each time we come to this process, it's the same thing all over again. And I think our community deserves better. Valerie. Yes. Clark. Yes. Farrell. Yes. Flynn. Yes. Frederick. Yes. Hoey. Yes. Johnson. No. Keegan. Yes. Reporting for Hudson Timber. Mohawk Magazine, yes. this is Moses Nagel. Zamer. Yeah. Yes. 14 in the affirmative, one no vote. Ordinance passes.